Nothing, nothing safer than drunk grilling. <laughs> well, you know, if you're not drunk while grilling, you're really doing it wrong. Um, I've never, I've never had any major accidents. I've caught things on fire before inside the grill. Like, mm-hmm. uh, if you don't pre-soak, if you ever, you ever plank, and I don't mean the ridiculous fad from five years ago. I mean, uh, <laughs> like uh, grilling fish on a plank of of cedar. Like cedar. I have not. I really. Have not. I've done like wood chips, like in a in like a a tent, you know, like aluminum foil, like tenting it and stuff like okay. that. Okay. So you can actually you can buy the pre-soaked one or just the non-soaked ones, and you have to soak it. And so okay. if you don't, if you buy just like a cedar plank for your salmon, and then you don't soak it long enough in the under uh, in water, you put mm-hmm. it on there, and that that fucker catches fire, and. <laughs> The way you tell very quickly if there's a fire inside your grill is by the the thermostat. I don't know it's a thermostat thermometer or whatever that's on the top that's on the in the in the hood. So you're looking over like you know you, you set it to four four fifty whatever, and you look over it's at eight fifty. You're like there is a fucking fire in my grill. <laughs> the only accident I really had was not with the grill. It was with cooking. I made pot roast one time for Rachel. Uh huh. It was really good. It, it actually turned out. But the problem is. I made it, and the and the pan that I made it in was a little bit too shallow. Uh-huh. So I took it out of the oven, and as I was moving it, the, the juice sloshed onto my wrist, and it scalded it bad. I actually had my, my oh. buddy who's a firefighter look at it, and I was like, he thought, I was like, that's probably like a first to maybe second degree burn. It was bad. Huh. I had a, I had left a scar even for a little so bit. Wait, so wait, you were taking something out of the oven, and you weren't wearing oven mitts? No, I was wearing oven mitts, but they only, you know, they cover the hands. It was like my wrist, my, like, not like right on the wrist, maybe a little bit lower down than the wrist on the arm. Okay. But it, it sloshed out there. So I, I was, the oven mitts cover the hands, but they don't cover your, like, whole arm, you know. I mean, they're pretty long, though. It's like, were they oven mittens? <laughs> There's no, mitts, they're not the, and they're they're oven not that, mitts are oven mittens. They're not that long, dude. I mean, they go to, like, the they wrist. go past your wrist. They go past your wrist. Maybe what I wasn't and didn't. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> can't remember which oven mitt I used, but I know I got burnt on my arm. So, huh. are you wearing like stylish, dainty oven mitts? Yeah, or whatever was in the kitchen. Which most oven mitts are stylish and dainty if you look at them. There's not really too many manly oven oh, mitts. Come you, on, do you you have manly oven mitts? Yes, I have pictures of naked women on my oven mitts. Sure, you do. <laughs> Okay, I have pictures of naked men on my oven mitts. <laughs> that's more like it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's still manly. They are manly. <laughs> yes. They're manly men. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're not dainty. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, so should we get this party started? Yeah, yeah. We always do some of the best stuff right before we start. Well, don't <laughs> worry. It'll still, make, it'll still make the post. Don't uh, worry. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> All right. You ready? Yeah. Wait, hold on a second. I have to, I have to center myself. Let's see. <clears throat> you have to put the oven mitts down. You've been using them a little bit too much. <laughs> yeah, ever since the wife took off, I've been just doing nothing but wearing my oven mitts, if you know what I mean. I think I do. <laughs> Let's say that uh, I could start in the reboot of Alf as the dad. <laughs> That's a little throwback to a previous conversation not that we did not record. About uh, <laughs> we, we we will talk. Uh, but 
I have a quick question for you. It says we're just steamrolling here. I have a quick question. Yes, so I was at yes. the grocery store with my with my my friend earlier, and we were you know, she was picking up some stuff, and uh, we went past like the desserts, and they had a bunch of like Hispanic desserts, like dulce de leche and you know tres, uh, tres leches and all that stuff, you know. And I'm like, ah, oh, I eat all that. She goes, you you eat all that, you know? I, I, you did all that? I'm like, yeah, I eat all that. She goes, yeah. I was like. When it comes to like dessert and stuff, you know, I'm very international. I said my taste buds are an open border. Is that gay sounding now that I've said it? <laughs> my taste buds are an open border. Yes. Uh, you mean like you let anything across? Yeah, pretty much. Yes. I suppose so. Okay, it sounded a little gay after I said, it. "I'm like that's a little gay," but you know. You mean like my, not that there's my, anything wrong with that? No. Oh no, my mouth is uh. Is a saloon door? It swings both ways. Oh, I didn't go that far. I just said okay. my, my 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 taste buds were an open border. <laughs> uh, uh. It, it, it could mean that you put illegal things on your mouth, like like uh, crack and crack. Uh, <laughs> hey, <I>, sure. <laughs> I'm a drug mule. Just my taste buds. And speaking of uh, mules, the. We're getting well. We're, we haven't even started. I was gonna talk about. <laughs> we the, haven't even started yet. <laughs> oh my god! I was gonna talk about Breaking Bad. We, there was some sort of Twitter teaser for Breaking Bad. Oh, I saw that. They both, both Aaron Paul and uh, Brian Cranston posted a photo of uh, two donkeys, and it said "soon." Is, like so that. A, don- a donkey and a mule are not the same thing, right? Uh, are they? I don't no, know. no, actually, they're not. I think because a donkey or a jackass is a hybrid of a horse. Sorry, uh, a uh, a mule is a hybrid of a donkey and a horse. Okay. Is it, okay. So what's a what's a what's a burro? A burro? Maybe yeah. that's just a Spanish name for a mule or something. I don't know. What about a burrito? That's a little mule. <laughs> no, that's a delicious dish. That's a delicious. Dish from Taco Bell that has mule meat in it. Mmm. Yes. That's why I only get the bean burrito. No meat. I had Taco Bell for lunch today. Did you? Yeah. Smells like it. Uh, it was very exciting because I had never got the nachos box before. I have gotten the nachos and the nachos supreme and the nachos Belgarni, but I threw caution to the wind and I got the nachos box. And nacho leaving your toilet anytime soon. <laughs> um... I really couldn't tell it, other than having a little bit of guacamole. I couldn't really tell the difference between the two. <laughs> Are we just gonna skip the intro tonight? Just just go right into the show. I think we basically just started we, the show. We just, we just started the show. <laughs> Why don't we? So this is different. We just basically had a cold opening, and so now we're gonna instead of this being the post, this could be like the pre-show. The pre. This will be our cold opening. So okay. So we you got you're extra you're going to... show, people. Congratulations. Wow. Hey. So this is officially the conclusion of oh. our pre-show, and then we're going to stop. And hit the music! Hola y bienvenidos a Que Sobre Ahora. Que Sobre Ahora. Yo soy Taryn. Yo soy Teodoro? Uh, what... What the hell's going on here? Well, I figured since we're both good liberals, isn't that how liberals talk now? Just going up and starting to talk bad Spanish? Yes, but there's not ten of us in the room. It's only going to get ten liberals in a room today. There's only 
Actually, there's only one of us in the room because we're in different. <laughs> we're in different rooms. We are referencing the first debate of the Democratic candidates for president of 2020. Actually, I think the second debate is probably going on right now. Let's see. Yes, let's, today in, is Thursday, June, June 27th, 2019. And there is a second uh, debate going on right now, which we're not watching because we're doing a podcast. Well, I didn't watch the first debate because I was at the movies. Oh, cool. Well, I did watch some of it. Um, I learned that there's way too many candidates for president. <laughs> That's, that's what I'm I learned. Not, that's why I'm not even paying attention. It's too early. It is yeah, too early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I have to kind of have pay attention because, you know, the future of the country is at stake and we do a podcast that's supposed to be topical and is often political. So I kind of like trying to pay attention a little bit to it so I can bring something to the table. I'm still, you know, uh, I'm still aware of it. Even though I don't watch it, I... I, you know, I know that it's a debate of 10 candidates, and there's another debate tonight of another 10 candidates. And based upon the headlines from wherever, HuffPost or CNN or something about, like, the the candidates were talking Spanish a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It was it was really kind of embarrassing. It, it's, uh, you know, it's... we often, I think we've often talked about, uh, you know, the policies of progressives, of liberals, of Democrats seem to be actually, if you put them on the table without any filler or campaigning or explanation to people and you just show this policy and that policy side by side not identifying whose party they came with I think you would find that most people would kind of gravitate towards the left more than the right I you know I think we've talked about that before but the Republicans are so much better at politics and I look at that debate last night I'm like by politics mean having uh, a unified message, everybody getting on the same page, everybody getting the same talking points, and cheating their ass off. Yes, cheating their ass off. But but that's part of the that's part of the show, that's part of the game, and they are much better at it. So much better at it. That, say what you want about Trump, but he never wavers. He is always so goddamn sure when he looks at that camera and says his bullshit. I saw last night. You know, I'm all for inclusiveness. I'm all for trying to, to attract, uh, you know, Hispanic voters. I'm all for trying to, to, to show the diversity of the background and the diversity of the party. But it really came off as pandering, and it really showed, to me, candidates that are just doing whatever they can to get your vote. And you look at a guy like Trump, and who's just out there, in your face, balls to the wall, not apologetic, never wavering, never backing down, no matter how wrong and how insipid his ideas are, he's just full of confidence every single time. And stuff like that leaks through, and I'm really, really worried we're getting another four years. Yeah, except that our, if on the one hand is the, the Democrats and their perhaps pandering to Hispanics, and on the other side is the Trump administration and the detention camps, the 300 children being packed in a, a border uh, detention camp or a border patrol station. I'm not exactly sure what, but basically this warehouse, this one warehouse where there's like 300 unaccompanied minors. Um, do you think maybe that Trump is kind of doing all the work for the Democrats in terms of uh, giving the Hispanic vote to Democrats the way um, 
illegals being treated, asylum seekers, seekers are being treated, uh, unaccompanied children are being treated. Because there's a big thing going on just this week, the, the huge thing with, obviously, the, again, the, the, the way the children, the, the unaccompanied children are being treated. The latest thing just from the past day or two is a big walkout of, I guess, the company. What's the name of the company that was providing the beds for these facilities? And there's a big walkout of the company. Did you see yeah, that? Yeah, I, I did see that. I don't remember Wait, It was the name uh, of the Wayfair. Wayfair. Now, I kind of have mixed feelings about that. Um, I understand the company, the employees not wanting to do business with the Trump administration and these facilities. But on the other hand, the problem is these facilities are lacking in the essentials, and that would include beds. So by them walking out, they're actually robbing these children of the essential things that they need. Except that it was a half-ass. It was like, we'll give you beds, but nothing else. Horrible food, no toothbrushes, no diapers. So I'm fine with companies supplying. Um, but I mean, it's set. not. But it wasn't Wayfair's job to do the toothbrush. I mean, they were. You know, with most most things, it's compartmentalized. So their job was the beds. It. I mean, they're not in charge of toothbrushes and toothpaste and food and all. I, I'm assuming, correct? Their job was the bed. That was it. I, yeah, I think they're a furniture company. So you so, think the idea is like, well, we're just providing. Uh, beds to a, a customer, which happens to be the federal government, and it's up to other companies uh, no, look, to provide a, all the, the food. Level, and the... They're looking at it at a corporate level. They're looking at it money. I'm talking about at the human level. I understand that the idea is maybe you don't want to participate in something as inhumane as what's going on at the border with the Trump administration. I understand so wait, the on. sentiment so I think, behind that. I, I think it's but okay. I, what I'm saying is the end result is you're still. You're no longer making the one of the essentials that these children need. Okay, okay, I agree with you, but here's here's the difference: is that once you find out about the horrible conditions, then as a company you have to take a stand. So it was okay. We're just a company that provides the beds, and the other company is the company that provides the food. And or, the other or you can or you can take the stance that we are making the horrible conditions least slightly less horrible by giving them someplace comfortable to sleep. No, what you do is as soon as the horrible conditions come to light, then you say, that's it. You're not going to get – we're not going to take your money until, until everything is solved. Just like banks. There was a bank that decided to stop doing business with um, some, some, some entity related to – oh, God. It's, <laughs> I have no details, but why should I let that stop me because it is the Trump administration? But there was, there was some uh, bank that refu uh, stopped doing business with somebody related to this issue. But the, the idea is that, okay, they didn't know about the horrible conditions. Actually, very like, nobody in the public knew about the horrible conditions. And then once the information comes to light, then they say, okay, fine, we're not going to help facilitate this problem, meaning this warehouse full of lovely way, way for our beds and otherwise squalid conditions. Right. No, so I, what, I, you know, they, I, I don't so know. I, you know. I don't know what the right answer is. But I... I, I I do know that the bottom line is these kids are suffering and there is nothing to alleviate it and by not providing them beds that you know that suffering just continues even worse. But yeah, I don't know. But I, I understand the stance of not wanting to participate in it as well. I, you know, it's, I, um so don't want to participate in so obviously something has to be done because you know, even with the policy of 
you know, we're not going to let just all these people flow over the border unchecked. It's again, essentially the the separation of parents and children is still taking place. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it, the idea that it's a punishment that these asylum seekers don't get their their due process. They basically we're, we're trying to punish people enough that they'll stop coming over. Like, yeah, it's not going to really stop anything. It's not going to really help other than just create a deterrent by torturing children. So that doesn't that doesn't seem the right well, now, way to do things. And now the the big thing this week is we have a dead father and a dead little girl. Yeah, that, that heartbreaking, uh, that heartbreaking photo. I mean, we, we we saw that that photo in in was it was it Greece or Italy where the, where the the Syrian boy had washed up on shore. That was a couple right. years ago. And we we saw that and we're heartbroken. We're like, well, that's over there, but now it's exactly. over here. Now we have a dead two year old girl and her father. You know, that's no less sad. But I mean, when you ever see a a child's body, that's even more heartbreaking. And and um, it's uh, it's nauseating. I, and so and there's no actual. It doesn't seem like there's a purpose of it other than to be cruel to try to send a message. It's like the whole death penalty thing. Well, we do it as a, to send a message as a term, but. Yeah, we we the term the basic death penalty is not it has never been a deterrent and more you know and in many 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 too many cases there's been people people wrongfully executed so it's yeah. like it, it sounds great in paper but it in in practice it doesn't really work and yeah you know, I, I mean I'll, you know unless I'll give you a Dahmer or somebody but that's about it yeah uh, death penalty is something I'm I'm a little strange on um, I'm very liberal but I. I have this need for vengeance sometimes. So, uh, I, I, think, I, I think it has to be indisputable evidence. I think it has to be more than just like witness testimony. It's got to be DNA. It's got to be video evidence. It's got to be very hard physical evidence that you committed that crime. But I, I some of these people who do horrific, horrific things, I, I can't, I can't really get behind. How's the problem is uh, feeding them for the rest of their lives. The, the problem is most of the cases aren't the sensational, the ones that make the news or the serial killers or the mass murders. Most of them are not those cases, and no, I know it's it's. There's plenty of mistaken identity. There's plenty of bad witness testimony, which yeah. is usually the 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 most um, uh, corrupt least, or least biased ac- prosecutor. The, the least accurate type. Yeah, that that as well. Police departments that you know have their their one-way track in mind and that's it i mean you still have certain policemen in new york that believe the central park five was, were, were guilty it's not so there is there is just a, another since we're going to talk a little about the supreme court cases one of them that came out this week was there was a guy from i can't remember where it was it was from the south somewhere but basically a guy who got his death sentence overturned by the supreme court because over and over again the prosecutor kept making it an all-white jury I think it was uh, Alabama because yes, you know it's, it. It sounds like it would be Alabama. It could be anywhere in the South, really. You could Where, say Alabama um, or Mississippi or hell, you could say Florida, dude. The prosecutor Missouri, kept, Louisiana. If if I had said any of those states, you wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. The prosecutor kept seating all white juries. Kept using mm-hmm. like his unlimited um, juror dismissals to keep throwing at everybody. And kept like in repeated trials, kept seating all white juries, convicting the guy. I find the Supreme Court said. Give me a fucking break. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's disgusting what we do in this country. Um, and the guy and the guy um was no saint. And I think they're gonna retry him. But you 
can't do shit like this. And again, another death penalty case where the prosecutor is like, well, let's let's uh, you know do it right, like the good old days, you know, air quotes, the good old days, and get an all white jury to either um, sentence a black man or to acquit a white man. Yeah. But uh, you want to talk about the Supreme Court? or? Yeah, with the preface of this question, is our country irreparably broken? In regard to the Supreme Court? Well, that's just the latest example of my belief that we might be irreparably broken, but yeah, sure. Well, again, there's a glimmer of hope. Well, I'll talk about that in a second. I'll get back to that, but I was doing a little reading on this, but before we get too much off topic, I just want to say that the reason why I didn't see the debates yesterday was because I took my oldest daughter to the movies for the first time. Really? Yeah. So you saw John Wick 3? Uh, we saw a re-release of A Clockwork Orange, actually. Oh, okay. All right. Yes, it was a limited release, um, a beautiful original print, such a stu- Oh, so it was so enjoyable. So it, enjoyable. It was a double feature with Fritz the Cat. Um, let's see. I mean, Midnight Cowboy was sold out, so we had to stick with the <laughs> Clockwork Orange, but my four-year-old thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh, good, 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 good. All right. And, uh, now she wears mascara and dresses in white with a... Sing, you know. Singing in the rain, you know. <laughs> exactly. But, uh, so we saw Toy Story 4, and it was pleasant, and nothing, nothing, she was great. She was absolutely perfectly well-behaved. And Good. She, you know, she, she, we, she, we eat tons of popcorn and, you know, sugary drinks, and she was surprised at how long, how much, like, there was like a half hour worth of previews before the movie. So I have a question before we, we get too much into the experience. Um, because yeah. you're a new dad. Uh, and this is your first. What we're talking about? She's she's yeah. four. How new am I? It's pretty new. So uh. it's new enough for me to ask this question. You saw Toy Story four. Have you yes. seen Toy Story one through three? I have actually. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So. We've been preparing for ages now because okay, okay. Um, we somehow within the past year uh, started watching Toy Story, and yeah. So I've watched. I've watched. No, but no, this is the first. Story. So this is the first Toy Story you've actually seen in the theater, though. Correct? That is that is correct. Yeah. That's that's funny because I, I'm a new. I'm relatively new dad as well. Uh, my, mine's a little bit older, seven. My oldest is, uh, and I've seen the three other three Toy Story movies in the theater. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I am unapolog- unapologetically a Disney fan, and I see Disney movies in the theater even as an adult. Now, do you? Did you go by yourself? Because that's a little bit creepy. No, no. I went with, with friends. I think uh, the first one I went with my ex-wife. Uh, the second one, I can't remember what year that was. It might have been with the ex-wife. It might have been just with friends. But I was always with somebody else. Okay. Not by myself I, staring at kids. I guess that's I didn't, okay. I didn't, I didn't drive a white van with blacked out windows to the movie theater and sit there and just stare at kids while we were watching Toy Story. Giggling a lot, or... <laughs> And also, did you go? Did you go to like the matinee, or did you go to like the later movie? <laughs> I saw it like a normal. You know, there are adults that watch animated features. You know, you understand this, right? You mean like adult, like anime or Adult Swim? No, or... not just Adult Swim and anime. They see Disney movies. They see DreamWorks movies. They see Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. I I I'd give you a pass on the Spider-Man because that's a Marvel thing. That'd be just like going to the, there were the was it the Clone Wars anime movie? I'll give you a pass. That's that's that branches out from kids movie to 
fanboy movie. Oh, okay, gotcha. gotcha. Marvel, Star Wars. Yeah. I'm I'm a Disney fanboy. I've always been a Disney fanboy. I don't, I don't okay. have apologies for that. My when my daughters were born, they had a DVD Disney collection already made because I bought them for myself. Exactly, and the first thing I said was. What the hell do we do with this thing? What is this? It's this a coaster. What is this? This is like uh, <laughs> what? How do you, we have Netflix? What the hell is this? Actually, I still buy physical media sometimes. I, I I'm I'm one of those people. I like to have physical copies. Yeah. I'm that you're guy. Kinda like you're kind of like between hipster and young person because it uh, there's nothing there's nothing cool and and nostalgic about like DVDs and CDs as opposed to like how awesome vinyl you know, vinyl and the, the, the experience the physicality and the experience of putting the needle yeah no it doesn't player. have i don't think i don't know if it ever will but it doesn't have that vibe yet no does vhs uh vhs no not really i think there are some vhs collectors though aren't there if there if there's a physical object somebody collects it you know it's just the way it is that's the way the world works Somebody is a huge Pog collector somewhere out there. Someone's got a vast array of Tamagotchis somewhere in this world. Yeah, but part of the appeal of an album is the beautiful album artwork, and then also, like supposedly, like a warmer, maybe sound associated with the vinyl. Oh no, I, I I understand that. I understand. Do you get any sort of that associated with the VHS? Like, oh look, the picture is so much warmer, and look at all these beautiful art on this tiny little fucking box. Uh, I really dig the FBI warning in the beginning. Okay. Alrighty then. I do. So I, I, I understand that maybe Saturday night after the kids go to bed, I can, I can imagine what sort of role-playing might take place in your household. <laughs> don't you miss the days of Be Kind, Rewind? You don't miss, do you not miss Blockbuster Video? I do, because I like walking around and browsing. Yeah, I, there, I, there was, look... VHS doesn't give you the same video or audio quality on the movie. That's definite. I mean, there are so many advanced features these days with digital and 4K and all that stuff that make movies so vibrant. TVs are better. Everything sounds, surround sounds better. Everything is better. In the audio-visual world, everything is better now than it was when we were kids. It doesn't mean that we don't have wonderful memories of going to the local mom and pop video store and looking at videos, you know, blockbuster. So I, imagine- I like the mom and pop ones because you get a bunch of the, the the cult movies, like uh, horror movies, sci-fi movies, all that stuff. You wouldn't necessarily get. All right, at all right. Let's get down to it. Let's cut the bullshit. I know why you went to the mom and pop video stores. Oh, uh, <laughs> same reason you were there. That little back room. The beaded curtain. 18- 18 and up uh-huh. and all the spe- before there was before there was Pornhub before there was uh, porn tube porn oh before that um, yep. renting porn DVDs by mail there was the mom and pop VHS mm-hmm. there was samurai sluts from hell oh wow <laughs> part six <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I, I make a predict. I'm gonna make a prediction that once virtual reality finally takes off, assuming it ever does before we die, I think there's gonna be a cool way. Like Netflix is gonna have like a virtual video store, and you go in, and you can browse through the titles, and it'll be just like a blockbuster video. What do yeah. you think about that? 
That'd be cool. I'd be in with that. I'm throwing it out there. That's my prediction. That's my. What about now? Predictions for the future. Oh, I think we have a new segment. So here's my question for you. Prediction yes. of the future. All right. Everybody is getting into the streaming service game. They yes. just announced this week that one of the big reasons people get Netflix, and I don't get this, I like, I like watching things, but I don't really revisit things too often. Um, and if I do, it has to be enough time has had, has had to have passed for me to revisit it. So, but like people rent Netflix mainly for things like Friends and The Office. Those are two of the most watched things on Netflix. All their original programming, all their original movies, all the movies that they license, everything that they have, two of the most watched things are Friends and The Office. So NBC is getting into the streaming game, and they announced this week that The Office will be leaving Netflix in 2021. I guess that's when the contract ends. So NBC is going to be starting their own streaming service. Is it because they're leaving Hulu? I... Because... Yeah, because well, Hulu is because now yeah, because that's by that's Com- yeah, yeah. Disney bought out Comcast, so that must be part oh, no, of no, it. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Fox, they bought out Fox. No, they bought out Comcast's share of Hulu. Disney was a thirty percent stakeholder in Hulu. They just oh, bought okay. out Comcast also, and of Hulu. and they own the other two thirds by virtue of Fox and ABC. Exactly. So, so now, okay, so they bought out. So now, does that mean all the NBC stuff is going to disappear from Hulu? Ah, shit. I I was assuming so. Yes, eventually. But my question to you is this: Which streaming service is the first to fail, to close up shop? Uh. Whew. I mean, in in, ter- in terms of, like, the big network, the streaming services of the big networks? Okay, well, we're going to have Netflix. We're going to have Hulu. We're going to have Disney+. Plus, We're going to have Amazon Prime. We're going to have CBS All Access. We're going to have an NBC one. If you want to throw in the Warner Brothers DC thing, you can, I guess. Uh, what's the first to fail? Because something's got to fail. You're not going to spend... You know, people didn't cut cable to go spend 10 to $15 a month on separate streaming services and then still end up with $150 worth of stuff. It seems like it's just more the same. It's really the same price, but it's just now you have to trade your cable for all the streaming services. Oh, and I think Universal might have one coming out as well. Or is that NBC? Yeah, is NBC Universal? Or is it Warner? Somebody else has uh, got something coming out. I, don't I can't know. keep up. I yeah. can't keep up with all the mergers. I, yeah, yeah. Why do you think they'll necessarily fail if they're if they're backed up by these giant media corporations? It's just an extension of their brand. I think if anything's going to fail, it's going to be like uh, I don't know. Probably uh, the new the new CompuServe streaming service. That's going to be the first to fail. Yeah. I'd say. Well, no. Some uh, if you don't have subscribers, you're going to fail. It doesn't matter who's backing you up. You have to have income. You have to have a customer base. If your customer base isn't big enough, you will fail. But they're going to pull the plug on is what you're saying? Here's the question. Could it be Netflix? No, no, no. Hold on a second. Wasn't there something about they were talking about having a, a Showtime streaming service and they pulled the plug on that? I don't know. HBO still has its streaming service, HBO Now, which is the same as HBO Go. Right, but I thought there was 
I th- I thought there was something to do with the Showtime streaming service. I I, I they think I like they canceled it or something. Yeah, uh, that's, well, that's part, part of I think I think that's part of Amazon Prime now. I think you can get it separate or you can add it on to your Amazon Prime. Uh, I'm looking up right now. I'm pretty sure uh, there was something to do with the Showtime channel that they maybe they proposed and they stopped. Mm, maybe it was oh no I think it was that's right it was something to do with Cinemax. Wait a minute I'm looking it's okay I'm looking it up I'm looking it up I'm, okay go ahead grind it to a halt baby it's okay. What the fuck it just switched over to images. Uh, I'm gonna look up news Cinemax streaming service. Uh, can't find it nope. I swear I read that they, there was like a proposed Cinemax streaming service that they canceled, but ah, eh, fuck it. Oh, well, let's just keep it going. Let's keep it moving. Okay. Uh, the answer is I don't know. I'm not going to make any predictions. It's too soon to tell. Oh, no, we're but, this, but, but all right, let me put it this way. Can Netflix be the MySpace of the streaming services? The one that kind of broke the ground and that everyone for a while used, but as advancements came and more competitors entered the market was the one that got lost in the shuffle. Right. Except that the reason why they're trying to stay relevant is with all the original content, right? I understand, yeah. Anything's possible. But we just established that even with all the original content, one of the big reasons people have been going to it is for stuff they've already seen, like The Office and Friends. Look, in this world, it, I'm, I'm not going to... I, you know, I, I, I'm not a, an expert at predicting the future. Except, of course, in the What About Now um, <laughs> prediction segment. But uh, let's look at history. Things that were once um, unsinkable, you know, the unsinkable Titanic of industry. Like, oh, I don't know, GE. Or, remember, AT&T in the 80s was the, the go-to stock for, for everybody. Or... MySpace! <laughs> Not quite the same, but like, remember, remember Microsoft. Now Microsoft yep. is doing well. They've turned it around because yeah. they've they've gone. They've, A- they've AOL. AOL. But remember how my, Windows was dominating, and then smartphones came out. Came out, and then Microsoft was look, the computer was a little bit stagnant compared to the smartphone. Now they're turning it around. Or Sony. Remember, Sony was a giant. Now Sony's struggling. The bottom line is you can't take ask Jeeves. That's what we're talking about. Ask Jeeves. Yes. Okay. You can't take anything for granted. You're right. No. Netflix is dominating, dominating now. And number one, the way things change, just because of the fact that things change so quickly now, but in 10 years, you're right. Eight, uh, not, Netflix could be gone. So you can't take anything for granted. Right. But be that as it may, how the fuck do we get out of this topic? Uh, I don't know. We meandered. That's what we do yeah, best. <laughs> okay, but we were talking about movies. Um, my daughter and her first movie. We yes. Were, I don't know. Do you want to... Do you want to do you want to want a quick little interjection of a movie story before we circle back to talk well, about Supreme Court? Do you, do you want to talk? I, I'd like to hear about. Was your did your daughter enjoy the movie? Was she well behaved? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, she was very well behaved. She sat through it. She was probably even less restless than I was because I like I started getting uncomfortable like halfway through. Okay. Um, she was great. She enjoyed thoroughly enjoyed the whole experience. We. We, we took pictures. We were so excited because it, me and my wife and my daughter went. We were taking pictures, documenting the experience. And it's fun. We actually it? ate some ate some popcorn. We got a, re, you know, because if you get the giant tub, they give you a free refill because nobody ever gets a free re, refill of the giant tub. We actually, <laughs> fun, we actually got a free refill of the giant tub because the three of us were just like shoveling in our faces. Like, 
My my like, oldest daughter's first movie was Big Hero Six. Oh, I'm sorry. That's actually really good. I liked it. You didn't like uh, it? Okay. You did not care. Um, I didn't see it, but I didn't hear very good things about it. It was good. It's actually based on a Marvel property. Okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's uh, technically in the comics. Big Hero Six is an X Men spinoff. Sunfire. Remember Sunfire? Cool. The I Japanese do. mutant. He's part of it. But uh, sure. They they wipe all mention of the x-men from this particular movie gotcha but it was fun i enjoyed it it was it was good it's worth watching yeah i mean it's there's no story it's just completely uneventful and enjoyable and it was just a lovely outing and she got a little bit scared i think during like one there was a preview for the adams family there's a new adams family uh, animated mm. movie coming out i think she got a little bit scared from that otherwise it was just it was lovely it was absolutely lovely good good i'm glad you had a good time it is really one of those kind of like milestone moments yeah and uh, and then like the other exciting moment was when they had the trailer for Frozen Two, and we're both of us like, "Oh, I can't wait oh, to see yeah. Frozen 2. Here we go, Frozen I've Two. Seen that, not only have I seen that movie a hundred times, but I went to the live Disney on Ice where they uh. <laughs> it was the Frozen Ice where they basically did the whole plot with with characters on ice skates. They have they have a Frozen sing along at uh, Hollywood Studios that we go oh, to. Oh God. The first couple of times I went wasn't too bad, but it. The last time I went, we had taken my mother-in-law with us, and I was able to only get fast passes for four people. So I was more than happy to give my spot up to my mother-in-law. And while they were in the frozen sing-along, I walked around the Star Wars exhibit for a little bit over there uh, at the at the further end of the park, and then I went back, waited in front of the frozen sing-along, and. They're smart. Disney's smart because right in front of the Frozen sing along is a cart that sells alcohol. Uh, and not just beer and wine, full bar. <laughs> so it's like, excuse me, sir. Uh, how are you enjoying the park? Yeah, great. So, have you seen Frozen? Yeah. How many times have you seen Frozen? Uh, about 100 times. Can I offer you a drink? Yes. Absolutely. Pretty much. So I had my $15 rum and coke. And so oh. when my. Wife, my mother-in-law, my kids came out of Frozen sing-along. I was happy to see them. All right, so do you want a quick movie story for, before we get back to Supreme Court? Because Absolutely. We've got, we got, we got a lot of stuff to cover. It's just, it's just a quick little story, but uh, since we're talking about movies. So my wife and I, uh, a week or two ago, went to a movie by ourselves. We saw Rocket Man. Okay, and? And, lovely. Now, of course, we're still in June. This is June 27th, still in Pride Month, so... Doing my duty as part of Pride Month to uh, go see the Elton John biopic. With, I mean, I, I mean, I, I love Elton John. I mean, I've I probably listened to Goodbye Yellowbrick Road about a hundred times. I mean, wait, Elton wait, John, I, you know? I have a question. Why would you see yes. Elton John during Pride Month? That's that's because that's when the movie was out. No, but I mean, what's the relation between the two? Uh, Elton John is like a gay icon. Wait a second. Elton John was married in the '80s, sir. I think you're mistaken. Well, he's married now. He was married to a woman in the 80s. Elton John is not gay. Okay. All right. I hate to break it to you, Darren. Are you sitting down? I'm sitting down. Um, for some reason, not that it matters, but apparently, apparently, somehow, it's, it's, it's hard for you to hear that, in fact, Elton John is a gay man. What? I know. I know it's surprising, all those... Sequined and colorful outfits. I don't. But, uh, I don't believe you. But uh, he is in fact a gay icon, and uh, 
Oh my god, I'm a huge fan of his music, and um, his wife must be so upset. She, well, according to the movie, and uh, probably facts, she was pretty upset on their wedding night. Oh, <laughs> because nothing happened. Oh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, so that was my small contribution to Pride Month is going to see Rocket Man, and uh, there was plenty of lovely. Uh, Lovely uh, gay sex scenes. I mean, it, it was it wasn't a porno movie, so it was like it was <laughs> but uh, I mean that I mean it doesn't bother me. Are those know. the? Do you have Rocket Man oven mitts? Is that what you have? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know uh, Hanukkah is not too far away. <laughs> but anyway, so I saw Rocket Man, quite enjoyable. But that's not the part of the story I wanted to talk about. Okay, that's just a that's just a side note. Okay, I, I mean I'm a huge Elton John fan. I like Elton John. Yeah, I do. Um, I was thinking about starting a Twitter uh, hashtag conversation about like what albums have you listened to like more than a hundred times? Like, what can you name? Can you name five albums where you've listened to like listened to them like maybe fifty or a hundred times? And one of them is "Goodbye Yellow Brick Road" by Elton John. My other couple ones are like abbey road by the beatles band yeah. on the run by mccartney probably plans by death cab for cutie the only those are the really the only ones i could come up with off the top of your head could you see like albums you've listened to 50 50 times or more hmm. i don't have an exact count but I, albums that i've listened to more than multiple times like a lot uh-huh. uh let's see uh, both Born in the usa and Born to run by bruce i was gonna i was gonna take a guess at springsteen yeah, for you but yeah those two um Full Moon Fever by Tom Petty. I've heard quite interesting, a bit. Interesting, interesting. Uh, Wildflowers I've heard quite a bit as well, but I don't think quite as much. Um, in high school, I was a huge fan of Queensryche, and I listened to Operation huh. Mind Crime on on a limited amount of times. I went through like two cassette tapes of Operation Mind now, Crime. Now that you mention it, I've probably listened to The Razor's Edge by ACDC a hundred times. That I listened to quite a bit at the time. Um... For me, though, the Metallica album, if I had to pick one, would probably be Master of Puppets. I heard that one okay. a ton. All right, so I'm going to just quickly wrap up the story. But So we went over to our local mall, and there was this restaurant I wanted to try out. It was called, Ur- I think it was called Urban Plate. And it, it just seemed interesting. I had never been there. And so you go in, and I thought, I thought it was cafeteria stuff, because you go in, and there's this big counter of food, and there's like a... There's like a what do you call it? Like where you put the trays, like the you know, like like so so picture. Do you remember? I don't know if they still have them, but you remember like Morrison's cafeteria or the yeah, I remember. Cafeteria? Yeah, yeah, I do. What would you call it? Like there's a big a long counter with like food on the other side, and you put your tray and you go all the way down the line, and like where you put your tray, what do you call it? It's not on the counter. It's like the tray stand, the metal, the metal. Yeah, place you put I, it's it's not it's not it's not a conveyor belt because it doesn't move, no. but it's. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't know what you would call it, but like the service uh, area. I call it just, I'll just call it the tray count. Yeah. Anyway, so we went in there and I saw it, and I for a second there I thought that's what it was until you started looking at the signs. You realize that it was like this 
all the different foods behind a counter, and there was like like the metal place where you put your tray, but you weren't supposed to start at one and go down. What is it like? Well, if you wanted the salad, you would stand over here. You would go. You would just go directly up to the portion of the counter where you wanted your thing. If you wanted the soup, you would go here. If you wanted the sandwich, you would go here. If you wanted the bowl, like like their their version of like I don't know, like a chipotle bowl or something, you would you would just go all the way down. So you wouldn't wait in line. Okay. And even it even threw my wife off because I wanted the thing that was all the way to the right. But I said, well, honey, I want that thing, but I don't think I'm standing in the proper place. She's like, no, no, you're supposed to stand right here. And then the, guy, the Sunni guy behind the camera is like, oh, did you want the bowl, sir? Yes, you can just go directly down there. And so, of course, there was a little toll just so in there. But one of the first things we noticed when we walked in is that first, maybe it was an odd time because we, we tend to see earlier movies when we have a sitter. We go see a movie like around 6 o'clock or something or 7 o'clock. Okay. So it was probably like 5-ish we went in there. And it was just like overrun by old people. And my, my, my wife is giving me crap because she's like, oh, great. Look, did, did you notice that you're, we're eating at the place where it's nothing but old people? And then we go in there and the old people were confused as well because they were starting at one end and they were going all the way down with their trays. Because they, they, were, they were clearly thrown off. They're like, they thought that, I don't know if they were there because of the time or because they thought it was a cafeteria or both. Okay. But like, they're like this whole gaggle of old people trying to like piccadilly cafeteria it and i was like no that's not what you're supposed to do <laughs> and it was lovely and i got some great food and she got some great food and we go got some dessert okay so then we go to the movie we see rocket man we go in it we walk next door to the theater we make our way to the theater there's like nobody in the theater so first of all it's like we're like a month out from the release so of course we're in the tiny theater also it's like a weird it's like a it's like a weekday early evening you know or early night late evening early night and so the theater is empty we get in there we get our seats and then starts slowly the theater starts to fill up and it's nothing but old person after old person after old person after old person and my wife says well what do you expect we're seeing the old person movie i'm like what are you talking about it's elton john she says no the people who want to see the elton john movie are the old people who are the fans so and I looked around and I, I mentioned to my wife, it's like, you realize that we had, we had the old person's night out tonight. We went to the old person restaurant and we went to the old person movie. You know what that makes so, you, right? You know what that makes you? Out of place. An old person. Um, so we had, an, we had an old person's date night where we went to the, the place the old people thought was a cafeteria and we saw the movie that only old people wanted to see, which is the Elton John movie. <laughs> so would you say let me ask you this then would you say that Elton John is draws more of an old person audience or a gay audience or an old gay person audience oh uh, hmm interesting that's I would say I would say old because he transcends everything he's just it's an amazing he's like he's a, a musical icon so i would say he transcends he's more just a strictly an old person yeah i think he's an old person yeah i wouldn't he's not just gay he's old old person old person yeah but uh that, but, was, that was my little but story. if you're an old gay person he's probably right in your wheelhouse so <laughs> i don't know i mean I guess so. The movie was a little bit disappointing because there was a couple scenes in which it was like show tuny. It was like, um, like Broadway musical, ten people dancing, in in sync, kind of like Mamma Mia. And I don't and I don't really like that. 
Like okay. a big musical number with 20 people dancing around. Okay, I gotcha. And that I, I don't like that. It's like, come on, stop ganging up my Elton John. I don't appreciate... <laughs> look, can we just get back to the scenes where Elton John is, is having sex with his manager? I'm perfectly fine with that. But stop ganging up the music. <laughs> come on, get get... Would you get this fucking dance number off? Give me some cocks, okay? <laughs> Look, you can gay up, you can gay up everything you want. Just don't gay up the music. Was it? I really have a. I really have wasn't a. Thing that, wasn't that? Wasn't that? Wasn't that a song by the Village People? Gay <laughs> up the music. I believe that was "Can't Stop the Music." Oh, I have to put a no. <laughs> couple uh, comments here. Was it dance? Now I have to was post. it dance to the music? Dance. Don't think so. I don't know. Well, the movie the movie was called "Can't Stop the Music," wasn't oh, it? Oh yeah, you're right. I don't know. I've... So number one, number one, I saw that movie in the theater. That's how old I am. Can't stop the music. Yes. Wow. Uh, that doesn't and... that doesn't show your age. That shows your taste, and that's not very good, sir. <laughs> well, I did. First of all, I was like five, and I didn't have taste. It was my mom who took me in the movie. When you're five, you have no taste. You just have the taste of whoever took you to that movie. <laughs> this is true. This is true. But I do remember a topless scene with Valerie. Valerie, I think it was it Valerie Perrine. Was that the actress? Oh yeah, the one from Superman, right? Yes, she yes. was in that. She was a female lead, and I believe she was topless. In that movie, wow! Your your mom, uh, <laughs> your mom didn't win any Mom of the Year awards that year, did she? <laughs> oh come on! They're just boobs. Get over it. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired of this whole like because you know now, now basically I think in every state except for like South Dakota or something I'm gonna have to. There was like two states left. It was like like Idaho and like Virginia or something like like the only states where. Like a woman couldn't legally breastfeed in public, and like the whole the stupid argument, like oh, put those breasts away. There's children here. Wait, what? Was was Valerie Perrine breastfeeding in? <laughs> no, no, she was just up with the the idea that you want to cover up women's breasts because somehow it'll offend because there's children present. And it's offensive. Like wait, a whole lot of second. You seem to be missing the whole point of the breasts. Well, there there are several different options for the breast, and some of them are for nurturing, and some of them are for erotic purposes. Yes, but they were the, context the means everything. But so the first in the movie the, was she a nurturing mother or was she a sexual object? Uh, I think they were. It was just a, like a hot tub scene or something. I can't remember. Oh well, if it's a hot tub, it's a sexual object. Okay, but that, that's no, but that's the point. Is that Women's breasts are not sexual objects except when men make them that. They're just, they're for food for kids. Except when you're playing with them. <laughs> right, but my point is is that the law should be a woman should be able to breastfeed in public, period. End of story. I'm not, we're not arguing about breastfeeding. I agree with you on the breestfeeding. But we're saying that context matters as far as toplessness in the did movie. You, did you know that in New York State, it's perfectly legal for a woman to be topless, regardless of context? Look, a woman can just walk down the street topless in New York. Hot tubs. You know that? Hot tubs are good for only two things: sex and time machines. Okay, that's it. I'm sick of the double standard where a guy can be topless in public and a woman cannot be. You're just trying to angle to get women topless in public. 
No, it's about equal rights and topless women. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Look, why this is why can't men and women get together on this issue? It's equal rights and the fringe benefit is there's topless women. <laughs> so it, it is patently unfair. It is patently unfair that a guy can go topless in public and a woman cannot. It do you disagree? I I, I do not. I completely just, sexist. I just think you should have your reasoning laid bare, so to speak. What? So, I, I mean, if you want to sort of take the other side of the story, I think it should be against the law for attractive guys to be topless in public, just because it makes me feel so bad. Just like, <laughs> oh, come on, come on! Like, I'm rocking this dad bod over here. You're gonna show that off? Fuck off! <laughs> I think you just want to make attractive guys against the law. <laughs> uh, no, not really. Not um, really. It, it, it helps our odds a little bit. So, I mean, you sort of open up a can of worms there, because if you make attractive guys illegal, does that mean we have to make attractive women illegal? And then who gets to define what No, we women? have a double standard. We already established that. Why would I want to make attractive guys? Why would I want to make, first of all, I don't understand. Why would I want to make attractive guys illegal? Thin the herd. Um, Look, if you're in a room with Chris Hemsworth, is anyone going to notice you? Say it again. If you're in a room with Chris Hemsworth, is any gonna, anybody going to notice you? See now, see, now there's the fame aspect. And it's attractive. So you can't... Fine. You, 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 if, if you're in a room with somebody that looks like Chris Hemsworth, but it's not Chris Hemsworth. Okay. Is anybody going to notice you? Now, is, no, is anybody going up to him saying, hey, you look just like Chris Hemsworth? No? No, no, they're not doing that. But he's got the handsomeness of a Chris Hemsworth. See, on the other hand, I would use it to my advantage. I would buddy up with him, and I would try to... Okay, this is a single Ted. This is the hypothetical single Ted, not the current mar- happily married Ted. Oh, no, but no, the, yeah, obviously, obviously. Yeah, obviously, obviously. But the, the hy- hypothetical single Ted would use it to my advantage and try to pair up with them, and then it's like, oh, well, then we go out picking up women, and then we pick up the two women, and it it, increase, it helps me pick up women. Pair up? It, would, would you make this a buddy cop movie or something? Well, the, the idea is that it would help me, because I could that, use that to my advantage to... Um, and, it, it, and again, it's, maybe it'll end up being like, like, oh, well, then the attractive woman and the less attractive woman with her. But the bottom line is that it's still an in. Like, maybe whereas a couple of women wouldn't talk, to, or a woman wouldn't talk to me, maybe I'm with him, and then we strike up a conversation with a couple of women. That's our in. And then they get to know my sparkling personality, and then the average-looking Ted hooks up with the average-looking woman, and the hot-looking woman hooks up with the hot-looking Chris Hemsworth lookalike. You with me here? Yeah, it doesn't work that way, buddy. What, hap- yeah. what happens is he walks away with both women and you're sitting there going, eh, <laughs> that's what happens. All right, anyway, so we've meandered like way off topic, but uh, I wanted to get back to Supreme Court, but also I have, I have more personal stuff to talk about, so what do you want to do? <laughs> Usually we do, like, we do like political stuff up front and the stories at the end, but like, we're just kind of all over the place today. Yeah, we, 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 are, we are all over. We are the Sybil of podcasts today. So uh, we still we got a lot of business to take care of. Let's keep moving because we got to, I don't know, maybe we'll, if we don't have enough time, maybe we'll skip our trending topic. But uh, we let's, got housekeeping. Let's let's we got go stories. ahead. Stories. Let's go ahead and get the. Uh, let's go ahead and get the. Uh, 
the uh, Supreme Court out of the way. Let's let's talk about okay. it real quick. All right. So, bottom line is, like, I think the session just ended. And there was a bunch of uh, rulings handed down, and um, sort of a good, I guess, good news and bad news in terms of like really hot button issues. One of them is that the Supreme Court struck down the uh, the ability to add a citizen citizenship question to the census, the 2020 census. So yes. That's, I guess you could say that's a win for the, the, the libs, the D's, whatever. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's a good, it's a good thing. It, it, it definitely pissed off Trump. That's always a nice thing to happen. Yeah, and now he's saying, oh, maybe we'll delay the census. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> that's what is, is that in the constitution it is in the constitution so oh my god i don't think he'll be able to do that but well so quick story uh, a guy i'm getting totally off topic but like um i went i did a my sister was in town it's been two years since she's in town we did a dc trip and there's no, there's no exciting real story to that other than the fact that there's nothing interesting, no, no, like, spy museum story. But we did go to the National Archives. And the only thing I want to say is the two things. Number one, when we were at the National Archives, and it's like a long line, because, you know, you, get, you can see the Constitution, the actual Constitution. And there's, a, like, a, a ton of people standing there, and, like, the line doesn't really move. And my first thought is, I want to know how, what percentage of these people are reading or looking at the Constitution for the first time. Because so like, I was like, um, do you people know that you can actually get copies of these to read? <laughs> you're allowed to read the Constitution other than the actual Constitution. It's not you're, you're, It's not the same thing. You know that, right? Uh, what do you mean it's not the same thing? The, looking at a historical document and then reading it online is completely different. Yes, but like to read it line by line, you can do that from a book or online as opposed to you have it's cool you have the document in front of you this is amazing but like it's the same text as your copy right yes but if i read a copy that i got at barnes and noble of hamlet by shakespeare and i had a chance to read an original copy of hamlet by shakespeare you best believe i'm gonna read the original copy if i have the, the opportunity to do you, so you wouldn't just like skim it look at it and go oh, that's amazing and like maybe look at things that aren't like for example the, the signatures look at the signature of the constitution but like peace no because i just waited four hours in line i'm gonna take my damn time oh my fucking god just get a copy move just keep going no, just no. keep moving god what is wrong with you the and the only other point point number two i wanted to make which was i swear i said this out loud i said i know somebody who needs to read this <laughs> now I didn't say I didn't because I, I don't want to get too political, so I left it open to interpretation. I didn't say who, <laughs> but you know who I meant because this fucker is saying that he wants to delay the Constitution, even though the census is right there in the Constitution, right? Right. Yep. Yep. It is. Oh my fucking god. Anyway, so that's it. No more stories about DC trip. Nothing interesting. Okay. This was all. No, yeah. It was. Yeah. Whatever. But uh, let's go back to the Supreme Court. So big win as far as census question what else you want to talk about in terms of this decision big oh about as far as the census or just about the supreme court what well, do you want to t you want to talk about the other big decision that came down yeah let's talk about that one which is uh i i think uh just as impactful if not more so uh the supreme court decided that the idea of gerrymandering that drawing uh districts congressional districts based on political bias was not something that they should get involved with. It is a yeah. quote-unquote political matter, not something for federal courts. Yeah, none of the business. None of our none business. Of the business. You know, the, the 
Something that subverts the idea of representative democracy? Really not our business. Now, there is a silver lining because it, they did not judge that it's okay. What they said was they're not going to get involved, meaning that they essentially kicked it back to the state level so the state Supreme Courts can still weigh in on it. Yes. So there is a silver lining is that they kick it back to the states. The states could decide that it's unconstitutional. It's not, it's not simply a closed case where it's like, oh, gerrymandering is personally fine. End of story. No, that's not what they said. Unless you live in a red state that's stacked its Supreme Court like Florida has with red, red uh, representatives, then you're screwed. Exactly. So now, okay, so I, I got a point here I want to make. I got a couple of points here I want to make. So, given this, given that the Supreme Court is not waiting on the topic, I think it's time that Democrats play to win, which means playing with the same set of rules as the Republicans. Democrats. Should, I'm tired of the shit. They should fully embrace gerrymandering. Oh yeah, they absolutely. I agree. They should full. They should fully embrace it. Do the same. Just because the Republicans are not playing fair. No. Oh no. We we, we just discussed this. The politics part. Democrats are terrible at the politics. They need to get better. They need to. They need to do. They need to gerrymander the fuck out of every state they're in. They need to go ahead and the minute they have a Democrat in the yeah. in the White House and they have a majority of Congress. They need to go ahead and push for Puerto Rico and Washington, D.C. to become states, thereby adding four Democratic senators to it, because both are heavy Democrat areas. Yeah. Basically. They need to go ahead and immediately, if they get a majority, a supermajority in Congress with the Democrat president, immediately expand the Supreme Court to 13 Supreme Court justices, and then appoint yep. four liberals to the Supreme Court, thereby giving them a supermajority of the Supreme Court. Exactly. So this is this. These are the rules of the game now. Embrace it. That's it. Now that's it. Here's my second. Here's my second point. I'm gonna propose. I'm gonna propose a theory. I don't know if this is a what about now predicting the future, but this is a what about now, um, nifty idea section. Okay. Tell tell me what you think of this. So I looked it up. I so I knew that California was had lopsidedly voted for Clinton in 2016, but I looked it up, and there was it was almost double the number of Trump votes. It was it was four million more. So it was like, it was like, almost double, but it was four million more votes that Clinton got than Trump vote. So there there are literally millions of Democratic voters in California. Yeah. So, here is what I propose. Let's find some rich fuck, some rich fucks, if you will. Uh, I don't know who's like a super liberal. Who is it? Is it like, uh, uh, who's uh, who's the guy that keep accusing him of being the the uh, Nazi collaborator. He's really rich. He's a Jew. Um, uh, oh, what is it? Soros. George Soros. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They accuse him of... He's, he's a Jew. They accuse him of being... Whatever. A Nazi collaborator from the Holo- uh, during the Holocaust. Whatever. Anyway, Soros with his billions. I propose that we get some of Soros' billions. What he does is he sponsor a million people to move to a Republican-controlled state. Oh, I agree. I agree. Um, to move there, to move there for six months or whatever that state requires to be a voter. You move there for six months, become a resident, you register to vote. You, you, you have to do it, like, quietly, right? Right. So that they don't pass laws to prevent you, whatever, and make it 10-year residence, whatever. Yeah. So you basically subsidize people, move. They go there. They vote. They flip the state. Yeah. And then they gerrymander the fuck out of the state. Exactly. So that the Democrats control. And then when they're done... They move to the next state, I agree. state by state. I agree. 
I, I've I've had that thought before, but not quite as like just a billionaire doing it. But I've thought of, I think of the tech industry and how a lot of people who are employed by the tech industry tend to be liberal. Uh, instead of going to the state that gives them the biggest tax break, uh, I think uh, tech companies should go to the reddest states that have the smallest populations and put huge, huge employment areas there that hire hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of tech people, most of who will be liberal, to go ahead and swing that state that way. Um, I mean, let's play dirty. Let's, just like all the money was used to, to take over politics at the state level so that they could gerrymander and ultimately take control at the national level, let's take some of that Soros billion money uh, I don't know how liberal Bill Gates is or Bezos is, but take some of the money, get a million. See, California. See, the thing is, California can spare. They're so liberal. They can spare a million people. Oh yeah, absolutely. You get, you get a million people. You move into Wyoming or one of these states that's not incredibly populated. You move in there. You make them become residents. They vote. They can take over. They flip the state. We gerrymander it so that they basically own it, and then you move on. You move on to the next day. Oh, the the another option we we were talking about the Democrat president with a Democratic uh, Congress that can do what he wants. Um, a lot of the pushback would be, well, if you want to make Washington D.C. and um, Puerto Rico states, you're going to have 52 states. You have to redesign all the flags. All that's all a problem. A simple workaround for that solu- a solution for that workaround. Take, take away, take away North. Combine the Dakotas, right? Take the Dakotas and the Carolinas and combine them into one state. Huh, you could probably get away with the Dakotas because there's not that they're not very populous. But probably I w- you know why I would not recommend well. do the Carolinas as you well. You know why? So except the Carolinas are the from the original thirteen colonies. I'll give them. Yeah, you're right. Let's take Alabama and Louisiana and combine them into one. Uh, what are we gonna call the new state? Fuck abortion. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck our sisters. I don't know. Uh. <sighs> My God, Alabama! Sorry, Alabama. You're just the, you're just ground zero to everything that's wrong in history, from what happened in the civil rights movement to present day. I say thank you, Alabama. Without you, Florida would continue to be the worst state in the union. Oh wow! Well, th- I'm sorry. There's still Mississippi. Ah, uh, this is true. <laughs> you still got Mississippi, Arkansas. Yeah, but. Florida has, I mean, Florida is so notorious for being batshit crazy. We have Florida Man. I mean, Florida Man is a thing. Huh. Yeah, but it's not necessarily conservative. It's just crazy. Well, it's, yeah, it's true. It's it's because Florida is it's such a... It's a little bit of everything. Uh, We're a little, a little bit of everything. It, we, we, we've got, we, we did the shitty political stuff. 2,000 recount, anybody? Uh, and we're just crazy. Oh, I remember. Yeah, so... But uh, what else? What else? So yeah, gerrymandering at least. So yeah, put some hope at the state level, huh? Um, I guess the good news is that the Maryland gerrymandering is not going away anytime soon. No, this is true. Uh, like I said, Democrats just need to get on board. They need to play politics better than they've been doing. They need to stop thinking that there are bipartisan solutions. They need to stop thinking that. There is common ground that both parties can come to for the betterment of all Americans. They need to stop that bullshit. They need to stop thinking that if we exchange ideas that we can 
get to reason and rational thought because that shit's gone. This is no longer. But why not? Why not? Yeah, but why not? Us continue to espouse that, but didn't do all this other shit in secret because all the gerrymandering was done in secret. Um, not really though. That's the thing is, it's, nothing is in secret. The Republicans don't even do shit in secret anymore. No, the idea they the do idea it blatantly they, in they, your face. They look no. at a sitting president and said, "We're not even going to give your Supreme Court justice a hearing." They okay. are blatant uh, in what they do, and they say, "Do something about it." That is what they I do. No, no. Your president of the United point. States says, you know oh what? Oh, my God. Your president says that 2020 census that I'm constitutionally mandated to have, I might not do it. What are you going to do about it? Uh, we're going to give you a strong rebuke, sir. Exactly. They do no, what me, the hell they want when they want it, and they don't even care if you notice. This is a what about now counterpoint because I can name example after example when their intention is disguised. Remember, we've talked about this. We've talked about how voter suppression is disguised as stopping voter fraud and how uh, preventing abortion. Wait, I'm I'm talking now. Preventing abortion is disguised as no, we're trying to look after the health of the woman. So we're trying to make sure facilities are properly stocked. With the right doctors and the right admitting privileges because we worried about the health of the woman. It's bullshit. They're trying to ban abortion. So they, there's all these tactics, these these distractionary, these bullshit tactics. We know it's about getting rid of abortion and you're lying about it. We know it's about voter suppression and you're lying about it and saying it's voter fraud. So don't, you can't tell me. There's all these examples. You can't tell me that that's not, not doing it in the open. That's uh, trying to disguise it. What I'm saying is you have an old way of thinking. You have a pre-Trump way of thinking. You have a pre-McConnell, pre-Trump way of thinking about it. It is no longer that. Let's take a look at the abortion laws now. It is flat out telling people, guess what? We're going to make it impossible for you to have an abortion. We're going to put you in prison if you wow. have an abortion. That. There is a woman in Alabama, back to Alabama, that is getting charged with manslaughter. Do you know I what she that, did? Yeah. She supposedly she incited the violence of a man who shot her in the stomach and killed her unborn child. He yeah. got off. She's getting charged with manslaughter in Alabama. Now, see, that's... There, that, the, that. It is no longer... Your, your way of thinking is the Bush-Reagan way of thinking where Republicans seemed to be reasonable and rational and we didn't agree with them but we thought maybe we could work with them. That's no longer the case. That party is gone. This is the party of Donald Trump. 90% of Republicans back Donald Trump. It is his party. This is an authoritarian it is an authoritarian party that doesn't care what you think. If you don't like it, they're going to force you to do it anyway. Are you saying that that whole um, stop illegal voting that's gone? Oh, they don't care. They'll do whatever it takes to get it. All right, so that's been a what about now counter. There you go. So what else? What else? What else? I've covered everything, man. I just have one more talk, but talk, what is it, bro? Let's, you want to do some segments? You want to do... Because I, I still oh, want to talk about my weekend. Oh, I, I've got a quick little short story, too. But before we do it, let's do one yeah. more segment. Uh, celebrity deaths. 
Oh, uh, we didn't. Well, have... Okay, well we're gonna do our, our standard in memoriam. Yeah, in our in, in our memoriam, uh, we didn't have a lot except until today when we were researching this segment, we found a couple of people. Um, I'll, Max Wright. You you do Max Wright because you hadn't heard of the or you didn't remember the other one, but yeah, Max Wright. If people don't know the name, was the father in the TV sitcom Alf, and every child of the '80s should know what Alf was. So. Who apparently had some some like scandal with smoking crack in the 1990s. But... We could not find a reputable source on that. I am going to say that. It was all National Enquirer kind of bullshit. But it doesn't mean it's not true. It doesn't mean it's not true, but I don't like using them as a major source. As a primary source, if you've got the National Enquirer as your primary source, I'm not comfortable with it. I mean, the bottom line is he had an addiction problem. It's, you know, what's what's the big deal about that? Addiction should not be treated like a criminal thing. It, it's no. a it's a it's a sickness, basically. Yeah. So, but uh, but yes, he passed away. Apparently, he had a, a lengthy battle with lymphoma, and he has passed away. Uh, the other one that passed away today was actor Billy Drago. Um, no idea. Yeah. Well. He's most famously known for the movie The Untouchables. He played Frank Nitti. Uh, he was the one that killed Sean Connery's character and then got thrown off the roof onto a car. And we will be po- posting a clip of that onto Facebook. Yes. Um, uh, Where's Nitti? He's, he's in the car. Yeah, uh, he... Yeah, exactly. Uh, he played in uh, a, a few other movies. He was a character actor in, in a lot of TV shows. He's usually playing a bad guy. Uh, I think he was uh, the bad guy in Evasion USA, I believe, with Chuck Norris. Um, okay. I remembered uh, there was a show that came on in the in the '90s with uh, Bruce Campbell, who I absolutely love, called "The Adventures of Briscoe County Junior," uh-huh. and Billy Drago played the main bad guy on that show as well. Um, so I saw him a few times. I enjoyed his work whenever I saw him, and uh, I, for one, am I'm sorry to see him go. Uh, also, we lost somebody who I know nothing about, other than the. Mother of Anderson Cooper, Gloria Vanderbilt. Yes, uh, fashion maven, mother of Anderson okay. Cooper. Let's uh, say yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. We don't know much about her. Don't have anything ill to say about her. So. Uh, did she? Was she a Vanderbilt? Meaning, like she inherited a lot of money? Probably. Yeah. Because that name sounds like old money. It, right? Yeah, it's from the old Vanderbilts. Yes, it's yes. The Vanderbilts, the the Astors, yeah, the, I don't know. Yeah, it's, Car- what was it's Carnegie or Morgan's? Exactly, or? it's filthy fucking rich money. Robert Barron's all of them. So, who was the vice president? He was a governor of New York, and then he was VP under Nixon. Uh, Rockefeller, Rockefeller, Ro- Rockefeller. Yes, yeah. the Rockefellers. Yeah. So what else? What else are we going to talk about? Uh, Quick, that was the uh, what about now? That was uh, our memorial. Memorial. Uh, yes. Do we have any news of the weird or Asian domination or anything to talk, talk on, t- touch on? No, uh, no, no, no Asian domination. Yeah, no, no, light. no, nothing. No, light. I, I think Mnuchin said that "quote unquote" the trade deal with China is ninety percent done. China, okay. China, I think responded by saying there's some terms that Trump has to agree to. I, uh, it's a bunch of bluster and blather at this point. We don't have anything concrete, so. I'm not worrying about it. I mean, this is a, between the debates in the Supreme Court. Anytime the, s- the session of the Supreme Court ends, it's a that gets the attention. Um, obviously, the, you know, we talked about the big story about the 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 horror, uh, the the illegal immigrant horror with detention camps and unaccompanied children, and yeah, yeah, yeah. We've 
we've touched on, I think, most of the political stuff that, that we're going to this week. And we're missing a debate right now. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're missing a debate right now. Bernie, Kamala Harris, uh, who else? Uh, Joe Biden's in this debate tonight. Uh, Kirsten Gillibrand, who actually was somebody I was interested in, but is not polling well. I'm curious how she does tonight. Huh. Uh, she's... Uh- so, like, this would be, like, in the equivalent of March Madness, would be, like, the first round where you have 64 teams, and then maybe I'll start paying attention when it's, like, the final four. Yeah. Let's yeah, say. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to pay attention for a while. I, I I watched a little bit last night. It didn't do much to change my mind one way or the other. I think some people helped themselves. I know Julian, Julian Castro made a little bit of a name for himself. He might... Extend his campaign a little bit. I don't think he's got a chance to win, but yeah, you know, maybe he gets an extra month or two because of it. Um, maybe Beto O'Rourke, because of his kind of poor showing, gets a month or two less than he would. But beyond that, yeah, I don't think anything really changed. Um, I have a story for you if you want a quick story. I would love to hear uh, one of your stories, Darren. Okay, so. Uh, the last podcast we talked about how my car died. Yes, we forgot to include it in the in memoriam. Yes, my Toyota Corolla, which actually I had somebody look at it. It might not be dead. So now, um, did we decide what piece of your car we're going to include in the crap cache? Well, we're going to see if we can fix the car first. You might not get any of my car if my car can run. But you tell me that I, we can't have a piece of your car, even if your car is still running? Actually, actually not... you know what? If I can find it, there might be a piece that you can't have. Because the passenger door handle on the inside <laughs> broke. My wife broke <laughs> it. So that piece, if I still have that piece, I'll include the piece of the door handle that broke off. That would be just lovely. In fact, it makes my Corolla like this kind of, it gives it like this creepy rape car vibe. I really don't like it. I hate the fact that like, Somebody gets on the passenger side of my car, and they literally cannot get out unless I get out and let them out. I'm like, boy, this is like a rapey car right now. What the hell? Jesus Christ. <laughs> was your last car a Volkswagen Bug by any chance? I may be. I don't know. Is that what Dahmer drove? It, I don't know. No, that's what, that's what Ted Bundy Oh, okay. Okay. So. Okay. Gotcha. Um, okay, so let me tell me about the car. So, anyway, this time, uh, I, uh, I was working. And so, I actually had to stay over. We were doing a, an overtime project, and I was working. And my, my part of the job finished at about 6 o'clock. But I had a couple of coworkers that were staying a little bit later. I said, hey, do you guys want dinner? They're like, yeah. I'm like, all right, let's get some Thai food. So, there's a place on Old Cutler called Chopsticks. It's really good. They had some really good pad thai. So I got into my car and I drove from my works to Old Cutler, stopped the car, got out, picked up some pad thai that I placed an order for, stuff like that. Then I got back in the car, I pulled out of the parking lot, drove down Old Cutler, drove all the way back to the plant, pulled in the plant, stopped at the ice machine to fill my water bottle. I was thirsty, get some ice, some water, good to go. Got back into the car, drove all the way to the point uh, to the, the maintenance shop, and stopped the car. So, I'd say roughly three four mile round trip, let's say. 
with a couple stops in between. Now, were you dragging a, an old tire behind your car the whole time? No, that would have been you, but that was in high school. Okay. But yes. I did hear a noise. When I got out a of my noise. car, I heard a noise. And What kind of noise? Wait, what kind of noise? Well, I'm getting to that. So at first, I'm not sure if I'm actually hearing the noise correctly. I listen, and I listen again, and I hear it again. And so I go into the work, uh, the, the maintenance room, and there are a couple of my coworkers there, and I say, can you come out and listen to this? So they come out, and they listen to it as well. And I Hold on a second. Can I, can I take a guess? You can take a guess. Was it a cat that crawled up in your car? It was a cat that crawled up into my car. Uh-huh. I thought it was coming from the county vehicle next to me, but it was not. It was coming from right underneath my hood. A little six-week-old kitten had crawled oh my into my hood and driven with me the entire way. And unfortunately, he's not meowing right now, but you could hear the sound that I heard if he was meowing. But he's not. He's just... Is there, is there a safe place for a cat to be inside of an engine? Well, he found it if there was, because he's okay. <laughs> oh, my God. So what? So you have a new cat? I have a new cat. Not that I needed oh or wanted God. a new cat, but oh I have God. a six-week-old gray and white kitten that I basically have two names for. We haven't really settled on a name. The girls wanted to uh -huh. name him Spider-Man and weird things like that because kids are kids. But um, I kind of settled on he's got two names depending on his behavior. The first name is Bougie. And bougie is a Polish word that means kiss. So when you give somebody a kiss in Poland, it's a bougie. So now, would it make sense to name the cat Pad Thai? Possibly. <laughs> um, but uh, so. Or what about like Patty? Patty. There you go. But that that sounds very Irish too. Yeah, and it, it's from Pad Thai. So, when when bougie is being sweet, he's bougie. But when he's not being sweet, he's booger. So. Booger. Right now, he's being very sweet, and he's purring, and he's bougie. Aww. So you have a podcast as well now. I have a podcast as well. I was hoping he'd meow for you guys, but he's not. I'm just going to call him Patty the Podcat. Patty the Podcat. Patty the Podcat. He's my bougie... That's his, that's his stage name. I'll okay, say. there you go. That's his stage name. <laughs> just like uh, I'm... Uh, Rock handsome. I don't know. <laughs> Bro, I want to say Brock. Brock solid. There you go. Brock solid. <laughs> Max Hammerrod. Ooh. So what else can I? You wanna you wanna do some housekeeping? And then I'll close with. Uh, sure. I guess a sure. story. A story. Yeah, absolutely. Well, okay, so uh, still on Listener Prime. Hey, Rich, how's it going? Temporary Listener Prime. Yes, hey, Rich. Uh, he's keeping up. Yes. Uh, let's see. Still looking for a permanent member. Yes. Uh, so what is Listener Prime? Listener Prime, the every person. We have a disagreement, and we say, hey, we need somebody's opinion. So we throw it out to Listener Prime. 
And uh, as a reward for being listener prime, you get a the cash uh, crap, the crap of cash, the, ca- the cash crap, a box of useless crap, including a piece of Darren's car that might or might not be dead. <laughs> exactly. We're, we're, to still do, be determined, we're going to find out in the next TBD. Yes. TBD. Um, all you have to do to become listener prime is to contact us through email at Darren and Ted at gmail.com, D A R I N A N D T E D at gmail.com, or send us an a message at you know, like a, a personal message, a direct message on Twitter, Facebook, the handle of at what about now pod. And I've been tweeting up a storm. I got, I got 30, man, I got like 30 something likes the other day. Can you believe what? that? Now, it's so weird because I try so hard to do, to, to write these hilarious and snarky comments. And then I have this offhanded, useless remark. That I didn't put any effort into, and I got thirty likes. Was that the Gail Simone reply on uh, Spirit Airlines? It was not, because that one I worked very hard at, and I got like twenty something. Was it? It was breaking news: is that the the leader of that sex cult, the NX IVM sex cult, was found guilty? And some the headline was uh, the leader of the alleged sex cult is found guilty, or something like that. And I said, hey, I think by now we can take the we can skip the alleged part and that 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 garnered me over 30 likes there you go it's like what the fuck i'm not even trying uh so what's what's the moral here is don't even try yeah don't even try the donald trump way so but uh anyway so listener prime and so oh i'm sorry not only do you have to contact us but you have to give us the phrase that pays what is this week's phrase that pays this week's phrase that pays I don't have one yet. Patty the Pat Patty the podcast. Gerrymandering. <laughs> how about how about what was the Seinfeld name? Seinfeld Porter name. It was Buck Naked. No, no. I know what our phrase that pays that is this week. What? What? Que sobre ahora. Oh, que sobre ahora. Yes, what about que now? Que sobre ahora. Yes. <laughs> Well, very nice, very that nice. That is a phrase that pays for this week. We are bilingual this week. Now, does punctuation count? They have to put No, I don't need tildes or question marks upside down or anything. I just need que sobre ahora. Because, because the title of the show is what about now? Question mark. It's not what about now. Uh, they don't have to put in the question mark. Just if you get three words correct, if you get two yeah. words, <laughs> you can have que sabre ahora, and I'll take it at this point. Uh, and the what's going in the box this week? Uh, we had a little bit of a conversation about VHS and Blockbuster. I'm going to go mm-hmm. to the local Goodwill and buy a VHS tape to throw in the box. Maybe, Come on. Just take- maybe it's a good movie. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's Jane That's- Fonda's uh, exercise video. Maybe it's Dorf on Golf in honor of Tim Conway that passed away a couple weeks ago. Wow. But... Now, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Do you have to go to Goodwill, or do you just have a box of VHS tapes you can throw in there? Shut up, Ted. Ah, yeah. I know you. I know you. You probably have a box in your garage, too. Guilty. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Did you say a box? <laughs> no. I, in fact, do not have a box of VHS tapes in my garage. <laughs> but, uh, what else? We pretty much covered everything i don't know if we're gonna have time for a trending topic because we're here we might but uh let me i just i want to throw this out if we have time we can do a trending topic but um so i wanted to talk about my weekend what is this today as we said it's 27th today's thursday i want to talk about the next few days okay because um 
until Monday afternoon. I am a bachelor again. Because I murdered my wife and children, and the cops probably are not going to discover their bodies till Monday. <laughs> wait, no, no, that's wait, that, that's not the right. The vector of evil has revealed himself. Vector of evil. <laughs> no, so my wife, um, she took the kids. She went to her sister's, not because she threatened to divorce me, but because we, uh, the sister is, my sister-in-law has been complaining that you know no, that we never visit. And I have to work. I have a job, haha, that I still have to show up at. And so my wife decided, she's like, eh, I don't want to hear your bitch and complain about having to go up to Connecticut. So she took the kids, went to Connecticut, and as far as I know, we still have a healthy marriage, but I get my, uh, get my, get, uh, I'm by myself for the weekend. So the Health, question is. Healthy, healthy marriage? Yeah, as healthy as it was before. Oh, wow, that bad, huh? <laughs> but, uh,. Now, unless you think, hey, woohoo, I'm going to have a party time. Um, this woman left me with such a list of things to do. It, I'm surprised that there was not trumpeters at, like announcing her presence, and then she didn't walk in and like an unfurl a, a, like a 10-foot scroll. That's how many things are on this list of things to do. Was one of them assemble a stand-up desk? Because, hey, that one's pretty easy, apparently. Oh, yeah, check. No, actually, she wants me to install... So we have a, a nanny cam, and she wants me to install it like in a different place in the room because it doesn't show the curb properly. But, like, like really, honey? Because you trust me to pick a spot on the wall? Because what, what's going to happen is I'm going to pick a spot, and she's going to walk in, come back, and she's going to say, oh, that's awful. I don't like that spot. It's like, you don't, you don't assign me chores where there's the slightest possibility that you don't like the outcome without giving explicit opinion about where you think that camera should be, right? Uh, that's, just an ex that's just an example of like the hundred or so things. You haven't learned the, t the, the, the trick of doing something so incompetently that you never ask to do it again? Um, yeah, and again, that's, that's a throwback to prisoner number 8653, <laughs> who's in the uh, Pennsylvania State Prison, who said that uh, the fathers were the geniuses of the house, because they screw things up so badly that they, that uh, they never have to do anything. Yeah, exactly. But I'm afraid I can't. He's that the legendary comic is basically dead, so I can't talk about that. <laughs> Doesn't mean the joke's not funny. Do what? Doesn't mean the joke's not funny. But uh, yeah, you know, art and artist. But uh, we'll hear his. Uh, we'll hear from him again in uh, three to ten. Oh, I'm sure. So. Uh, oh boy. Uh, what was I saying? So I got a got a weekend ahead of me, and of course I have to spend some or pretty much ninety five percent of my time doing all these things. But if I could, like intermingle some things, it's like wow, what what am I gonna do? First, I was thinking maybe, like it would be the perfect opportunity to do the coffee challenge. Like maybe pick Saturday and say I'm gonna drink ten cups of coffee on Saturday. Let's see how that goes. Something like that. Oh, you know what? You have to record it, and we have to like work it into the podcast. You know, I actually thought about that. I thought yeah. about, like, every every time, like, once an hour when I drank the coffee, I would do, like, a little two-minute update. Yeah, you, something you like need that. to. Yes. I, I, I think our our listener demands that. Ah. So that's not a bad idea. Maybe I'll take some time on Saturday. Because Saturday I was planning on, like, uh, oh, oh, my God. It, it sort of comes full circle because I have to take a trip to, uh, I think it's called Green Drop, which is, like, to donate some stuff. And uh, I, I don't know why the thought never occurred to me to try to find some Cuban coffee up here. 
because like I was in Denver, I'm like, I wonder if there's a Cuban cafe. And I realized that, in fact, there's a Cuban cafe here in Maryland. And so I was thinking about like going down right by the, the place for the, with the green drop and picking up some like really strong Cuban coffee. Okay. I just have to figure out like what's the equivalent of 10 cups of coffee in Cuban coffee. <laughs> it's not going to be 10. <laughs> yeah. But it's gonna be so. I'm gonna hand, so I'm gonna sort of, sort of work that in. Okay, okay. But I, you know, what, I don't gonna... think you should because the, the the study was what 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 sparked all this was the study about coffee and it having no ill effects on human health. But they didn't specify, so I think the default would have been American coffee. Yes, but the only difference really is that if it's super strong coffee, I'll say I'll say okay, this is the equivalent. If I drink this little amount, it's no, the but but of a the, cup of the thing is the thing is with with science is you try to replicate the experiment, so you don't want to change the parameters of the experiment because you're not replicating it there at that point. But I want some Cuban coffee, goddammit. Well, just do that on your own. But for the sake of this experiment, and should I say for the sake of the show. I think it needs to say uh, American coffee. So maybe Sunday will be my coffee day, and Saturday will be my Cuban coffee day. Maybe in fact, it's sort of like I'll prime the system. Like maybe drinking some Cuban coffee on Saturday will like, will like it's it's like uh, stretching before you exercise, sort of thing. What do you think? It sounds like you're exercising before stretching if you're going with Cuban coffee first. Well, no, because I'm not going to drink the equivalent of ten cups of coffee and worth of Cuban coffee. What you're not going to have three shots of Cuban coffee? Um. Yeah. <laughs> probably more than that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so maybe I'm going to end up having five or six cups of coffee on Saturday, and then the ten. Yeah, I got to build up to it. I think that'd be a good way to build up to it. I'm, I'm doing like five or six on Saturday, and then I do the ten on Sunday. Ladies and gentlemen, this might be the last episode of What About Now with Darren and Ted. It might become What About Now with Darren. Uh, Ted, huh. Ted may no longer be. <laughs> Except I won't have anybody to do the post production, so I we were screwed. Are you? Gonna, so. <laughs> I'm taking I'm taking it to my grave. <laughs> so uh, what else? So any other thoughts about Ted's lost weekend? Uh, I think the old VHS porn tapes that you have in that garage should be brought out. Is it is it time to be nostalgic? Why can't I use? Uh, Modern technology. I think it's time to be nostalgic. Because you can always use modern technology. You just take a little extra long shower. But it takes a little bit of effort to bring out the old porn tapes and put them in a VCR. Oh First, you got to find that... the old VCR. Yeah. Then you get the old porn tapes. you got to hook it up and then play it. So that brings me back to the other dilemma. So like, there's so much stuff going on in my life right now. The other thing that's going on in my life is that we're getting our deck repaired out back. Um, they're not. They're just re basically resurfacing. They're like replacing the top boards. So like, uh, no, no structural changes. Just cosmetic changes. Hence, no permit required. So like, they're replacing the top boards on the deck. And what we had to do to prepare for that was take everything off of the deck and put it in the garage. So there's absolutely not a goddamn bit of space to do anything in the garage. It was. I worked hard just so that there was just like a narrow path for me to get to the trash cans when I take the trash out every night. So, like, now is not the time that I'm going to be rummaging through boxes in the garage. So, wait, you're saying you have to get past the deck stuff to get to the dick stuff. 
Yes, deck before dick. <laughs> yes. Uh. Now, I would say that that's the title, except that you're not allowed to put up scene titles uh, on podcasts and <laughs> iTunes. So, how about, otherwise, how about, the title would... How about Deck Before Richard? <laughs> deck Before Richard. A little, a little shout out to our listener, Prime, and. Uh, deck Before Rich? Uh, nah, we'll, we'll work on it. <laughs> but it's definitely a case of deck before dick. <laughs> uh. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> you're thinking of all so, the old, for, you're thinking of all the old porn you have in your garage right now thinking, is it worth it? Is it worth it? No, dude, I digitized that years ago. Oh, okay, well there you go. <laughs> you kidding me? So I could I could basically go to my digital copies of it. There you but, go. Uh, See, now that's an enthusiast, ladies and gentlemen. He doesn't just have I a mean, vast VHS porn collection, but he spent was, took the was, time to digitize it. <laughs> that was years ago. Well, there were no bones about it. Um, <laughs> my my wife my wife said, "Enjoy your twenty seven times that you mastered it." <laughs> and so my the only point I really want to make is that I was trying to decide if I should wait till she's. Completely backed out of the driveway before I bring up the porn, or should I do it while she's in fact backing out of the driveway? <laughs> like I'm sort of standing by the window, waving with one hand, and you can imagine what I'm doing with the other hand. <laughs> but uh, do it, yeah, do it. That's it. So that's my. I got this. Uh, I got the weekend coming up. Uh, a lot of a uh, lot of chores ahead of me. I still have to work. I still have to work tomorrow. Uh, I work today. Uh, um, chores, chores, chores. Let's see how it goes. Let's see how the hanging of the nanny cam goes. Who knows? <laughs> That's it. I don't know. Do we have time? I'm going to say, if we can do a trending topic in five minutes, let's do an attempted trending topic. You what do you do, say? All right. Well, it's, it, it all depends on what we have as far as trending topics. So let me open the okay. Twitter application. Okay, we're going to do a rush trending topic. Okay. Don't have a lot of charge left on my laptop, so... I'm looking at, I guess I could I'm tweet looking at it right now, so... Okay. Let's pull up trending topics. Trending. Biden. I guess the Democratic primary debate was tonight, so Biden is trending. Uh, Marianne Will Williamson is the next one. Reparations are part of Marianne Williamson's plan to heal America. Mm, it's uh, All of these are are, are uh, Democrat Democratic. Debate. Yeah, uh, the first seven are all Democratic debate. Uh, something about New Zealand at eight, some type of business deal. Who cares? Yeah, this is not a good night unless we want to talk about the debate we did not see. We have to... Come on, keep going. Keep listening. They are all about the Democratic debate. All of them. Well, we did actually spend some time already on the debates tonight. Yeah, we did. I'm looking at some other uh, stuff. Hold on. Let's find something. Find one thing that's not debate. I'm looking. Trump has lack of moral principle, Dalai Lama says. That's right. The Dalai Lama criticized Trump. Yeah. Apple's chief designer Johnny Ive announces departure. 
No. Reality star Beth Chapman dies at 51. We didn't cover that. Dog the Violent Hunter's wife died. I guess we can. That's okay. Keep going. Come on. Uh, see what else we have. Uh, here's one that we we Jen. did cover. Alabama woman indicted for the death of her unborn child after being shot in the stomach. Okay, because I actually can talk. I want to talk about that a little bit more because I had a point to make. So let's make it that one. Okay. So what is what is the trending topic? What is the hashtag? It doesn't have it. Let me see if it has a hashtag. You're talking about the pregnant woman. Yes. All right. Let's see. Uh, I do not see a hashtag associated with this. I, I don't know, Alabama abortion ban, something like that? No. No. There's, there's no there's, it's a trending topic, but there's no hashtag. It's more of a trending news story than a topic. Trending news. Yeah. But is it under a trending topic or is it under news? It's under, it's under news, so. It's supposed to be under trending topic. And the trending topic was all Democrats. I'm telling If you click more... If you click more... I have got 17 trending topics. Of the 17, in some way, shape, or form, 14 of them have to do with the Democratic debate. Either a candidate or just Democratic debate itself. What are the other, th- what are the other three? Then? New Zealand. A New Zealand transaction service sells majority stake in $1 billion deal. Hmm. Uh, Paraguay. And it doesn't even say why. Hmm. It just says Paraguay. And the last one, Double Shot at Love. Some stupid reality TV show that we don't watch. Okay, we're going to make it a twofer. You know why? Because our trending topic is going to be New Zealand or Paraguay. Which do you like better? A Double Shot of Love. Okay, so let me tweet. Let me tweet. Okay. (laughs) Discussing New Zealand and hashtag Paraguay. God damn it. Paraguay. Why? Live in the air, recording episode 31, discussing New Zealand and Paraguay in a trending topic. Okay, before it hits send, let's get it going. Come on, lightning rounds. Okay, so. No, saying discussing New Zealand and Paraguay, hashtag double shot at love. No, (laughs) I don't even know what that is. I don't want to confuse people. I'm already confused. All right, so right now, you have to choose. There's a gun to your head New Zealand or Paraguay? New Zealand. I'm going to go with Paraguay because I hate long flights. Okay. It's going to be much easier, much easier for me to get to Paraguay. Also, the bottom line is I I will not get on a plane for 29 hours. I'm sure to get to Paraguay is going to be much, much easier because, hey, I'm already in the Western Hemisphere. <laughs> and um, I know it's like three, four hour flight to like the top of South America. So I could do it in hops. Also, with New Zealand, it's basically just... Ocean, 18 hours of ocean. I know that I can like do a couple short flights, do some hops, go from here to somewhere in South America, somewhere else in South America, end up in Paraguay. So I am definitely Team Paraguay. You're Team New Zealand? I'm, Why? Because if you listen to the beginning of this episode, my Spanish sucks. So I love Spanish. So I, it would be much easier for me to take a long flight than to learn a whole new language. But see, I, on the other hand, would jump at the opportunity to practice Spanish because I love Spanish and I always want to be better at Spanish. So in fact, I would jump at the opportunity to be immersed and be forced to practice more Spanish. And and on top of that, my geography is bad. I might end up in Uruguay and not know that I'm not in Paraguay. I'm in Uruguay. Oh, my God. It's between me and you. Fuck Uruguay. (laughs) Oh, those... Those clowns, let me tell you. Great, Uruguay. you just lost our Uruguayan audience. Thank you, sir. Oh my god, I'm just kidding. So you're, why else are you in Team New Zealand? Uh, I like the Lord of the Rings movies and they filmed them there. 
Uh, name something else about New Zealand. Uh, Come on. Lord of the Rings and... Uh, it's close to Australia? You can't... Come on. Name three facts about New Zealand. Kiwis. Oh! That's one. Oh, uh, um... Tamura Morrison, who played Django Fett in Attack of the Clones, is from New Zealand. Okay. Is that three? I don't know. Ah, sure. Okay. I know I can name virtually nothing about Paraguay. Uh, oh, so I, I, th- I think New Zealand's winning this one, buddy. No, I told you. I gave you my reason. I gave you two points just because I can't name anything. I, I gave you two <laughs> points right about why. Because it's closer and because I want to practice Spanish and because... Um, Wait. I so think. let me get something straight here, though. Is there some reason you couldn't practice Spanish in New Zealand? Are they like... Do they have an anti-Spanish law in New Zealand? No, but it would be easier if there's people around me speaking Spanish. Okay. This is true, but... I th- Also, I think that my daughter's teacher might actually be from Paraguay. I can't remember if it's Uruguay. Uruguay. <laughs> <Or> Par- <clears throat> if it's Uruguay, then I love Uruguay. I'm just kidding. But she's from one of the two. Anyways, and she's a lovely lady. But... Uh, so there's at least three reasons why I am Team Uruguay, the uh, Paraguay. Sorry, you know what? I'm Team Uruguay and Team Paraguay, and you're Team New Zealand. There you go. I, can we close up the old trending topic, sure. mailbag, whatever? There you go. That's, That's it. it. Close it out. All right, we got to wrap it up. We got to wrap it. Even after we, even after we edited out the middle of the podcast when my wife called, yeah, we still we're, we're coming up on we're two. Coming up on so two. come on, let's wrap it up. Do our sponsors. Let's go. Uh, sponsors, sponsors, sponsors. This uh, blockbuster video. Uh, well, clearly, New Zealand and Paraguay. <laughs> uh, Double Shot of Love, now streaming on some television channel I don't watch. Gerrymandering. Uh, the Democratic Debates. SCOTUS, just because I like saying SCOTUS. That's the Supreme Court of the United States. Uh, the new podcast, whatever we're calling him, Patty or Bougie, whatever you want to oh, call him. Oh, Patty, Patty the podcast. Oh, how about Rocket Man? Rocket Man, uh... Uh, the all the music of Elton John. Uh, yes, and Toy Story Four. My uh, going to movies with your your child for the first time. Yes, yes. Uh, I'm running out of things to talk about. The sponsors. Uh, uh, pornography on VHS. <laughs> oh, I did say blockbuster video. Well, they didn't come. Uh, let's see. Okay. Uh. Digitizing your pornography from VHS. That's that's not really a sponsor. We're trying to go for corporate sponsorship. So let's say, let's say, uh, let's say, uh, Pornhub. I don't know. Uh, oh, uh, all the tech companies and George Soros who are going to help relocate liberals to the red states. Ah, uh, yes, George Soros. Oh, what else? The National Archives. Clearly, the National Archives is our sponsor. The original Constitution. Well, there you go. Um, I'm also I'm also gonna say uh, uh, textbooks and Wikipedia are our sponsor because do me a favor, read the Constitution before you go and stand in front of the actual Constitution. <laughs> please save us all some time. Please, please. Uh, the company renovating Ted's deck. 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 I, you know, honestly. Honestly, I don't even know the name of the company. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, oh, by the way, quick story. So I have absolutely nowhere to store. I put everything in the garage except for my propane tanks, cause, and you're not supposed to store that inside. And the only like space outside I have is like, like the front entrance way, like right by the front door, or the rear, which is like every inch is like deck. 
in some fashion or another. And so, like, anytime they're here, it's a multi-day process. I have to, every in the morning, I get up in the morning, I take the propane tanks, I put them out front. And at the end of the day, I put them back on the tank. So every day I have to move. And I got this long argument with multiple family members how you're not supposed to store propane tanks in a garage. Okay, that was our fire safety tip. So what about now, fire safety tip? Don't store your propane tanks indoors. Remember, no loose electrical outlets are bad. They, with space heaters, and also don't store your propane tanks in <laughs> That's it. Okay, so clearly, this um, propane. Uh, propane is a sponsor. Propane's a sponsor. Uh, Big Hero Six. That was the movie I took my daughter to. So Big Hero Six. I can't think of anything else. We're good. We're good. We covered our sponsors. That's good. All right. So, is uh, anything else you want to add before we close this bad boy out? Obviously, Pride Month is a sponsor. Oh yes, yes. Um, who do you think won the debate tonight? Uh, let's. Re- I don't know because I haven't watched. No, it. Let's re- let's, no I, this is our this is our wager. Who won? Let's let's take a guess. Mike, my, my answer is my guess is is that Paraguay won the debate. Paraguay, I still say New Zealand. So, okay. Uh, also, Alf. This show's been brought to you by Alf. Alf. Yes, yes, and the Adventures of Briscoe County Junior. Uh, okay. And on that note, shall we sign off? You want to sign off in English or Spanish? Uh, no, I, I, didn't, I didn't study enough Spanish to sign us off, so <laughs> I, okay. I'm just going to say good night in English and say this is Darren. Um, and uh, me llamo Teodoro. <laughs> and you've been listening to What About Now? Sorry about that. Trading topic, Darren sneezes.